Today, I want to <clears throat> discuss a question that this question comes up a lot and to understand in, that in a person there's two types in a person, two, two things that a person possesses. One thing, a person wants to have shalom, peace, wants to be in a peaceful situation. Another part of a person that he likes a good fight. Believe it or not, many, many, many people like a good fight. And I always explain this, that that's what, for men especially, that's what sports is all about. You know, it has nothing to do, it's a, it's a LA team, or it has nothing to do with, uh, you know, whatever, it's the Lakers, or the, I forgot all the names, it just, you know, two, two teams, you know, competing, and they like that my team won, and my team was. And like I've said often, people like to watch boxing. They're not going to box, but they like to watch others knock each other out. I'm going to sit and watch it, but to do, there's a part of a person who likes it. Then there's a part of a person who loves just things should be very peaceful. It's called noyam, peacefulness. It's really called, in, in Chassidus, it's called, there's a noyam, a sweet, sweetness, calmness, pleasure, you know, serenity, as you'd say, just an emis. Then there's a part which is called chovlem. Chovlem means a battle. Two people are battling, fighting over something. That's a chovlem. And these, these two things really you know, is the trick in life how to, to fix this, how to live with this, because this really, to understand this, the depths of this, this really has to do how a person could live peaceful with himself, with a spouse, with a neighbor, with your children, grown children, you know, to have a more peaceful, once a person understands his own koiches, his own things, things become much, much easier. I, you know, to start to explain this, I want to explain how this works. Adam Arishan, before he ate from the Eitz Adas, Adam Arishan, everything was extremely peaceful, calm, no strife, nothing, everything was nice and wonderful. After Adam Arishan, Eight from the eight sadas. The eight sadas was a mixture of good and bad. That's when he ate from that, that's when the internal conflict started. Part of a person wants to be good, part of a person wants to do the right thing, part of, sometimes we don't want to do the right thing. Sometimes we know we're wrong, we just don't want to admit it. Sometimes we like to fight, sometimes we like to annoy people, and then we, you know, there's the conflict. So Udamirishan, that's how it's explained, was in Gan Eden. In Gan Eden really was an extremely peaceful place. Because the Rebun Shloilam, Oise Shuloim, he made peace, Ivoides Hakka, when he created the world, the most important ingredient he put into the world is peace. And that is extremely, extremely important because you notice when there is no peace, there is destruction. Literally, people kill each other, you know, millions of people, millions. Well, who knows how many millions of people got killed with the lack of peace, some silly lack of peacefulness in history, how war started. So, again, so Odomarishim, before he sinned, he was in Ganadim, which was an incredible peaceful situation. And afterwards, he came, Odomarishim came into Dates Adas, and that's when all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there's a strife. Now, Reb Nachman explains this in a, in, a, in a very deep way, Reb Nachman explains. He says, 
that the Eitz Hadas, which called, caused the strife, he says, this is why people love to fight. They love to fight. It is amazing. There are people who, who you know, you meet and you notice they just love to argue. I'm sure you all met people like that. They just love to, or sometimes people go through a mood. They're in the mood of arguing. Or, a, you know, a time where they argue. Certain people don't have this, don't have this, you know, difficult thing, they're always arguing in this. They certain people are more peaceful. Now, the Chet Odomerishan, what he did was that most often, we do fight. If we don't fight, it's because we learn how not to fight. Because that's the conflict in us. In us, there's a conflict, the Yitzhahara. The Yitzhahara tells you, don't do things right. See, let me explain it in, a, in, a, in the other side. Noyam, the sweetness, you can't walk around all day being sweet. I gave this marshal I've often said this at Marshall and Sean Bais. Can you imagine your husband is going to sit on the couch and write love poems from his wife all day long? Uh, all day long. You know, for a day, two will be cute. Then she'll be so agitated. Go get a job. Go make a living. What's wrong? He's writing nice poems for you. You know, you can't, it doesn't, it, you know, too much honey, too much sugar. Too much sweet does not work. It doesn't work. It doesn't you would need the power of the other power now of chavla. Chavla means you're an aggressive. You go out make panasa. You you know you do what you need to do. You know what a man needs to do. What a lady needs to do to do the right thing. You know that is that is the 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 the, 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 two, the power of the two things. The the chavla, and the Noyam. So So, again, coming back to understand, explain what he's saying, what Nachman is saying. So, that's the really to exist a person, he needs the two things in himself. He needs to be kind, he needs to be sweet, he needs to be friendly, loving, caring. The same, you know, raising children. You have to be very loving and caring. But if you're always going to just love and care, a child is never going to grow up. You have to be strict. Child has to be put to bed. You know, imagine you love your child, and the child says, "Every teenager, we, every, we go through this. Mom, I am, don't want to go to sleep tonight. I'm going to go to sleep. Who knows how late? If you don't put your foot down, the child is not going to grow up. You have to put your foot down. You'll be strict. If a child says, you know, small children says, what, what's for supper? All they want is ice cream. They would eat ice cream three times a day." But if you got to be tough, you're not getting ice cream, you're not going to go out, you know, get to play. See, kind, sweet is very important, and even the discipline has to be with the kind and the sweetness. But you got to be a chayvul, aggressive. Even in a relationship, husband and wife, you get annoyed with your spouse. There's two ways. You could just put up a fight and scream and holler. You could say what's bothering you, in a very nice, sweet way, in a very forceful way. It means that what you did was you brought the sweetness into your aggressiveness. You could, you know, you could be, you know, say what's bothering you, this is unacceptable, and you could say it in a nice way. Or you could be screaming and yelling and who knows what. The trick is how to bring these two things together. The person cannot always, you know, a person will all be tough, you can't get along with such people. 
You know, recently a guy told me he's got a wonderful job. He wants to quit it because the by boss is just when something doesn't go right. Boy, the boynish does he scream and yell and. But he says, you know, I make a, I was make a good living. But I was like amazed. Like he says, I can't take it anymore. It just, uh, you know, anything that anyone does wrong, the whole office has to know about it. So you see that the toughness, and the, if he would say it in a nicer way, people would tolerate it. Say it in a mean way, it's intolerable. So this is really what the two things work. Now, Nachman explains another very, 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 very profound thing. What happens, why, why is there such strife? How does this come about? He tries to explain it in a, in a very Kabbalistic way, and I'm going to try to simplify it to, to make understand how this works. When Hashem created the world, he created the world for his honor. Not that he needs the honor. He knew that in order we should benefit, we should get connected to him. The more we can, we respect him. Because the Pasik says, anyone that's called the Ma'alachvoidi, Yitzarti, you see, everything in the world was created for the sake of the honor of Hashem. You know, I, I, I always explain this in a very simple thing. I explained it to a couple the other day, and I said to them, if you could both focus to respect each other greatly, you're going to be able to work out all your issues. That's a fact. The problem with two of you having is, I said to them, that you don't know how to respect each other. When you have deep respect for each other, you awe each other, you're going to disagree. I tell people, I disagree with myself. Yesterday I thought one way, today I wake up in the morning and I think, what was I thinking yesterday? So if I could disagree with myself, how can I not disagree with my spouse? Why, if I, if I get, you know, change my mind, I think about it, what was I thinking yesterday? So there is, you know, but what we need is, if you respect deeply the person, then the, the, not is the shalom bias is good, you get along much easier. Because the, the shlemus, the completion that we need is the respect. That's, that's the reality. I just, uh, when, when my daughters were dating, and I tell this to, or Hashem, she got married, but when other you know, people ask me, I always tell them, the most important thing in the marriage is respect. It's not how tall he is, how, how the pace looks, or this is, does he know how to respect me? And do I know how to respect him? That is the fundamental, that is what we thrive. I gave a marshal, a very simple marshal I was explaining to someone. So said, you come home, and he's all annoyed. I said to him, I want to explain to you something. Why don't you come home and walk through the door and say to yourself, Baruch Hashem, there's a lady, a wife, waiting for me the other side of the door. Aren't I lucky? I mean, you are a bachelor for a long time. Baruch Hashem, you're so in there. If you appreciate it, things are going to fall into place. But if you come in, and dinner's not ready, and this is not ready, and that's not working, or the, 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 or the children are, didn't do the homework, he was complaining, oh, you know, just I, I look at it, I thank Hashem all the time that I have children. I always tell my children Friday night, I thank Hashem, you're my child. Because you keep me, life is not boring. Keep me, keep me going. I'm blessed that you're my child. What, what people need, what children need, what adults need, what spouse need, is COVID, respect, to, to, to adore, to cherish, to admire. That's what, that's what we'd wish also. We, we, every one of us would wish that our wife would give us respect. Every person should give this respect to his wife. That's the, so Nachman says, this is not just Shown by in the Hashem created the world that the shlemus of everything in this world comes to Hashem when we bring it to honor Hashem, because that when Hashem created the world, He made it in a way he, that we should all honor Him, realize His greatness, His wisdom. That's how we get close, and that's how we get shlemus. That Hashem created the world with ten 
Ma'amar means 10 sayings he created. And each one, in each part of the world, there is a great honor of Hashem. The greatest honor of Hashem is having children. Because the next generation is going to recognize Hashem. I recognize Hashem. We daven. We learn. The next step of giving honor to Hashem is, what is the next great step? The next great step is, is by having a children and raising them recognizing Hashem. That means the, 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 the greatest COVID is, and that's true, we say, one generation to the next generation is going to praise you deeds. This is what, a, what the whole world was created, that we should recognize the greatness of Hashem, that, uh, you know, the, uh, his, uh, had to be awed by Him. I always think to myself, that we could live a million years and never get scratch the wisdom what lies in this world. There's such wisdom that I always, I'm always astonished the wisdom how our own body works. You know, simple things. You know, I always think to myself, my eyes on my forehead, they're not under my arms. Imagine you have your eyes under your arms. I once asked my dentist, when was the last time you saw front teeth in the back, back teeth in the front. He never saw it. He says, you know why? Because the front teeth is made to bite in an apple much easier. The back is to chew it. And I always think to myself, no hamazel, Hashem, imagine inside the stomach they have to chew, and every time we have a problem, the dentist would have to cut our stomach up. So when she made, wanted that we have problems with the teeth, and made it easy to take care of it. It's amazing. You think of all these things, it is, it, how many, not only how you see, it's so complex. How a person sees, it is unbelievable complex. How, how we see something, we interpret what we see, how it, how it affects us, and what we understand by seeing something, it is incredible. And we, you know, we don't take time for any of this because we're so busy. But the truth is that the more you think about the greatness of Hashem, not only in the universe, here, right here, how He, how he makes you know, things to work out, how people get married, they have children, raising families. They, you know, it's amazing, all these things. The emotions, the phys physical thing, the attractiveness people have to each other. And how, it, it's, it is super amazing. This is the greatest COVID in, in, in the world for the Hashem. That means we recognize there's a creator in the world. We recognize all this. This is incredible. So having children not a, makes you make sure that there'll be people recognize. See, as I said this often, you know, the Rebbe created a trillion ants in this world. They don't know what God is all about. They do exactly what they're programmed. You know what I mean? And, and if, a, if humans live in this world and don't recognize there's a creator, they're busy just, to, you know, make sure they, they exist, then this is not the shlamus. The shlamus is that we should be able to elevate ourselves. No, oh, I'm doing the right thing. I am, you know, raising a family or I'm working and I daven and I'm all this. All this, thank you. All this is brings the, brings the honor of Hashem. That's why it says, "But noyam darcheu darke noyam." The Rebbeinu Shalom makes sure that the world has a neimus, a sweetness to it. The Torah has a sweetness in it, and the Rebbeinu Shalom makes this a sweetness in it. The, the life, with its all difficulties, we do have great many sweet moments in our life that keeps us going. You know, if a person focuses what's always wrong, life is going to be miserable. You know, the difference between happy people, unhappy people, is generally speaking, what you focus on. You know, as the world says, is the glass half full or the glass half empty? Or, you know, uh, or, you know even in Shalom Bais, you know, you know, sometimes uh, I, I know someone, met someone recently who... It, to me, it was amazed how much good Shalom Bais is because he's not well, and she just appreciates what what he could offer. He's not well, and you know, a whole long story. But it depends what you want. 
If you want everything to be perfect, or you want everything this to work out, you can't have shalom bias. But if you just appreciate this is what it is, and this is what he could offer, this is what we have, you it cherish what you have. I want to say over a story. Many, many years ago, about 25 years ago, someone asked me to visit his friend. He's going through a terrible depression. The guy was very young. The guy was about 30 years old. And I thought he's taking me to, he takes me to a house on Sunset Boulevard. And I come into the house, it's a big empty house, and he's living alone. While we're driving there, he tells me, I mean, this is my good friend, and he's Jewish, but he's secular, and uh, he won a great lawsuit, he's a lawyer, he won, and he made $20 million. And he bought this house for $4 million, whatever, this fancy big house. So I asked him, why is he so depressed? He says, he doesn't want to talk to me, you know? So anyways, I went and, and we just started talking. It was very clear why he was so depressed. He finally says, now what? Now I have this big house, and you know what I mean? And, uh, and his girlfriend, you know, he's not, it's not working out then with this, I don't know what happened to, with his girlfriend. This is not working. I was just so amazed. Now, I thought that his parents were rich. His parents were working people. His father works for the UPS. That's what his father does. And his mother is a public school teacher. And, you know, they lived very simple. That's when I, I remember that incredible realization that he was focused but he was old time focused on what he doesn't have. He had the house, and he has a good law practice, and he got a great name for himself, but this was never working. His girlfriend is not working out, and his mom calls him every day and nudges him. And, you know, which mom doesn't nudge us? I still have a mom, blessed. I'm so happy to have a mom, but uh, you know, a mom is a mom, I told him. So she calls you and she makes sure that you eat and you wants to know what's going on. I mean, I, what I noticed was his focus was, was wrong, not what was right. When a person focuses what's right, noya means that you're able to take your focus and focus on the sweetness of life. You know, life, it, it, there's no question, you, you sit down at a meal, not every morsel tastes so great, there are going to be things that don't taste so great. And things are not going to be so sweet and so good. So the, the trick of Naimus is, is to focus. So Rabbi Nachman says, the more we bring, to make it simple, what I'm going to try to say now, when someone respects you, you feel great. Even, you know, it, it doesn't make a difference. It's a guy on the street who says, ma'am, go first. You feel good about it. I don't know, I'm, I'll never meet him again. It's a good feeling. You're never going to meet this guy. You, you're on a busy, in, in, in New York I was, in a busy subway, and someone just lets you go first in. You're never going to see the guy again, but it makes you feel good. COVID respects, respect makes naimus. You understand? It makes you feel good. And you someone who you truly need, and you truly important in your life, gives you respect, you also feel great. If you know it's true respect, you'll do anything. I, you know, I, I, I always tell people, if you could go the right respect for your spouse, your spouse do anything for you. Imagine, I tell this to men. First I see how I say it to men. I say to men, imagine you walk through the door and your wife tells you, I appreciate that you went to work a hard day for work that we should able to have a roof over our head and food and, and I should be taking care of the children. He will tickle the man pink. And he'll do anything for his wife. And the other way around too, a man will walk through the door and say, I am so lucky that you're my wife. You're running the household. Without you, I'm a half a person. I'm nothing. He will also pickle her thing. Why? Because she feels validated, respected, uh, admired. It, 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 this makes naimus. Naimus means makes sweetness. So if the same thing imagine when you give respect to Hashem. When a person shows, I respect Hashem. I'm doing the mitzvah of respect. 
I want to see the greatness of Hashem. I'm awed by Hashem. The more you see that, the more you delve into that, the more ni'imas you pick up in life. When a person moves away from Hashem, that's when strife starts. That's when fights start, machlekes start, when, you, when there's no sweetness in life, and you just move away. You, when you take God out of your heart and the respect of Hashem out of your heart, that's when there always is machlekes. You ever notice if you after a good argument, I've, you know, I, I give a class on Hasidus, and one time asked, you know, we have this morning, and I asked someone who's brave enough to tell me the last fight he had with his spouse. So there was a guy there. And I maybe I said the story over maybe more than once. It happened just a year ago, two years ago. And he was brave. The guy tells me, I'll tell you what happened. You know, I driving to work to my office, and uh, my wife calls me up, and she says, you know, I left my sunglasses in the car, and I need my sunglasses. So he says, what do you want me to do? I am 20 minutes already, you know, driving. It's going to be, takes another five, 10 minutes to get to my office. I have to turn around, be another 40 minutes, and have a meeting coming up. I can't do this. That's, that was the comment. I hung up the phone, and he says, the next two, three days, there was such tension in the air. And, and as he's telling me the story, Rabbi, wasn't I right? What should I have done? I had a meeting. People were waiting for me. So he was convinced his rights. I tell him, I, let's replay the, the scene. Imagine his own business. Yeah, his own business. His own business. But people are waiting for there in the office. And uh, he owns it. Even though he owns it, he could have told them, be late. But you know, he has people meeting. He has a important meeting in the, in, in the, every Monday morning, tell the people what to do for the week. So I said to him, Let's turn, replay it. Imagine you tell your wife this way. My dear wife, you're the most important person in my life. Which is the truth. Your spouse is the most important person in your life. I would do anything for you. But let me just tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to drive back. I'll be 40 minutes late. And people are going to be waiting there. And I don't think it's fair. What do you think? She says to me, you know, if I would have said that to her, she would have said, don't come home. Now, what happened now? What's the difference when his, the way he said it and the way I said it? The difference was respect. That's all it was. And the first time when he reacted, you know, he reacted, uh, you know, what do you want me to come home and bring you the sunglasses and 40, you know, Miriam? There was a, there was, a, and, and he felt he was right. And they were arguing. This, when you switch the story and you show great respect, then everything changes. Respect. So Rabbi Nachman says, this is very easy to understand, much easier to understand, because we deal with this every day. But Rabbi Nachman explains, when you show respect to Hashem, the same Neimois comes to you on a very high level. Now when you say, I want to daven, I want to respect Hashem. I want Hashem in my life. I want to respect him. But as you void God out of your life, you know, you push him away and you, know, you forget about him, that's when you people fight and they argue and much more. It doesn't mean the religious people. You know, I must tell you something. It, you could be very religious, but you don't have Hashem in your life. And unfortunately, you could be not religious. You have Hashem in your life. I've met someone like that recently who's not very religious and barely keeps Shabbos, but the person is a talk Hashem, is a real breast lover, he was telling me. And I told him, you gotta, there's no excuse. But, you know, the connection of Hashem has people differently. The more you connect to Hashem, the more you bring God into your life, and it's not just you bring, you respect. That's how much Naima's sweetness you're going to feel in your life. Often we wake up, and life is a bitter taste. Sometimes you wake up and you don't know how the day is going to go. How I'm going to? How in the world is today's day? You would like to stay under the covers for three days. Call it a call it going. To, someone told me in the comics is such a thing. You go into a bubble and you and, and no time zone. Someone told me this. You know, people like to go for no time zone. You know, quit. 
because life becomes sometimes it's a very bitterness. Rachma says the more you work to respect Hashem, respect others, and mainly Hashem, the more ni'imois you bring down to yourself. He says also a very, very profound thing, and I want, I, I want to say it in a very in a sweet way. He says, that's why when people are intimate, there's a sweetness. When you do it, Hashem Shemaim, because you're bringing down a child. The child is going to, even if the child is going to recognize Hashem, and recognize Hashem brings sweetness. It feeds on itself. Even if you, you know, you're not going to become pregnant, whatever reason it is, there are, each time a man is with his wife, there is a zivik, and there is things born in the world. That's a famous Kabbalistic term. It's not just in vain that, you know, this, uh, sometimes a child is born, sometimes spiritual things happen from that intimacy. But that has, creates, sort of to say, a great ni'imis. Ni'imis means the sweetness, because there'll be another generation. Because the COVID brings ni'imis. Respect brings sweetness. And you notice one of the most fascinating things, the biggest bizoyin, biggest, I, I say bizoyin, biggest um, shame is always in the sex area. You know, in the community, there's a guy who people keep on saying he's stealing. And it's validated. It's val they prove that he borrows money, doesn't pay, he runs away, and he, he cheats people out of the money. No, you know, no rabbi, I was wondering, Shabbos are very annoyed, why people don't publicize it. If one guy doesn't want to give a get the right time, or one guy, they caught him cheating, they, they caught him cheating, they're going to eat him up alive. You know, it's, sex is very embarrassing. You catch a guy, and I, the first time I realized that, you know, I grew up, I grew up, I have to explain to you how I grew up. I grew up in, I grew up in Williamsburg, very um, sheltered. sheltered. I did not know how to speak a word of English, believe it or not, till I came to California. And at the age of 25, I learned how to speak English. And I remember going to the dentist office. I was a teenager. I was a teenager. I went to the doctor's office. And there was uh, the news, there was a congressman who was caught having his secretary was his mistress. I forgot the details, and they made such a fuss about it. At the same time, there was another congressman who was cheating the government through the postal service. I forgot how it was. That there was a small article, nothing. You know, that he stole, he stole money. It's not that he misused, he stole money from the post office with a trick and a, and a small thing. And a, but the other one was written pages. That's how human, it's not, you know, it's the first time I realized that you all know that in the news. When that happens, it's pages. The guy steals money, he embezzled, okay, he embezzled. That's stealing. You know, just the bad. Just as bad in the toilet. In the Ten Commandments says, do not cheat and do not steal. It's the same, you know. But that's, when it comes to that part, it is a terrible shame. You know what I mean? You can't, he's caught with another lady, or even a person is caught in the act, you know, with his own wife. It's shame. They, because in Kabbalah it's called, because we bring down the soul. And if you bring down the soul the right way, great honor you bring down. Each time you have a child and you raise a child, you have bring honor in the eyes of Hashem. There's another child who's going to recognize Hashem. The ultimate honor that you could do in your life is having a child. Because the child is going to learn alabase and he's going to grow up and he's going to, Yiddishkeit is going to grow. That means every child that I have, Baruch Hashem, they have children and I have, I have Baruch Hashem, many grandchildren, they are aware of Hashem because we brought children into the world and the honor of Hashem gets elevated this way. They, it takes time, it's a whole life of work. But when a person does it the wrong way, that's whatever, it's always Zelumazer. The higher the Kedusha, the higher the Tumah. So because it's such a great thing, so when it's misused, it's horrendous. It's the biggest embarrassment. So 
what Rav Nachman is saying here, this is very important what he's explaining over here, that the whole world really but the, is based on respecting and respecting each other. The more respect you have for each other, the more respect you have to Hashem, the more you elevate yourself, the more, the more completion, the more completion you have for yourself. I mean, a person is not complete till he, till, you know, a person not complete till he gets married. When a person is married, he's called more sholom. A person is a half a person when he's not married. And what makes the full circle complete is when they bring a child into the world. Once they have a child in the world that, you know, even the Sean Weiss is better than most people when there's children. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's a complete, makes a complete thing. Because that is the great honor that we could have for the Hashem. That's why, you know, in life, you'll notice when people, again, move away from the Hashem, then there's always fighting going on. And I, try this out. The next time you get into an argument with your spouse, Try to think about it. What went wrong? And ask yourself all the time. When I argue with my wife, when, if it happens, gets less and less, Baruch Hashem, I always ask, say, someone was disrespected. Because if you're not, someone was not disrespected, then you wouldn't have, there will be no argument. You could disagree. I want one thing, you want another thing. That's normal. How could you agree always to everything? There's something very wrong when everyone agrees to everything. Someone is, but if you pay attention, is because, like I said, the story with the sunglasses. If, we, if he would have talked to his wife and said to his wife, you know, I would love to come back to you. You're number one in my life. But, you know, I'll lose 40 minutes of the day, and it's a very, you know, she, and she told me, my wife would have backed all right away. The reason you have tension for the next few days is because you disrespected her. So he says to me, I reacted this way because she was forceful. So she, it takes two disrespection to make a, a feud. You felt the way she asked you was not the right way, but if you would have not fallen to her trap and be very respectful, there would be no fight. See, COVID, respect, makes it shlemistic, makes it complete, brings two things together, and makes it complete. And respect for each other, respect for Hashem, the more you respect, that makes it a much more completion thing. This is very, very important. That's why in the Torah, there's noyam and there's shalom. Noyam means the sweetness, shalom means we got into a good fight, but we gotta make peace. Because we're gonna get into a good fight. You know, let's not kid ourselves. If you're married, or if you live with someone, you, you know, your parents and children, there's always going to be misunderstanding. There's always going to be, this is just part of life. But then the Torah says, make peace. Strive for peace. Any questions before I go on? Yes. Like a, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, I'm not saying even, no, yeah. Your heart, no question he could have said that, but I, I explained to him, I don't know, explained to him, even if he wouldn't have done that, if he would, even if he couldn't and he didn't want, if he would have communicated with his wife in a respectful way, the whole strife would have disappeared. I wanted to show him, even if he wanted to do it his way. And he's, he agreed to me on the spot. I know my wife. He's married 20 years, he tells me. I know my wife. She would have uh, said, you're right. She would see, 90, but people don't understand. 90% of the time is that if you give respect to each other. Now, couples always tell me this. I'm waiting till he should start. She waits, he should start. You know, everyone waits till the other one to start. You start. You show what you can do. You'll be amazed. That as you show respect, how things change. You should be the, uh, the bold one and say, today I'll go out of my way, show great respect. Many years ago, many years ago, 
I told someone advice and it worked. I said to both of them, they had got into bad habits. I said to him and to her, Sunday, I want you, entire Sunday, you're only allowed to respect, talk respectful to your wife. Monday, you go on vacation, I told him. And I said to her, Monday, I want you to be more respectful. And they looked at me as, you know, strange. I said, Just once a week? Both told me they got used to and screaming and arguing, and she's, her excuse was, I grew up this way, and I don't know what his excuse, I don't remember the details. But I said, just practice. So once a week, you could tell yourself that uh, today, I'll be around. And it helped, it helped enormously. It really, they really helped because they both wanted to change. But it, it, it just takes, one of them, I gotta take the first step. Same thing is between you and Hashem. You gotta take the first step, say, I want to respect Hashem. See, today, you guys are gonna do, we're gonna do everything that we need to do anyway. Everyone is gonna, whatever you're gonna do today, you could say, I'm doing it because this is Hashem's will. Even if I'm gonna take off, go spend time with my husband, spend time with my wife, or do the errands what I need to do, or whatever you're gonna do. You could say, okay, I'm doing this, but I'm doing it because this is how Hashem made life, and uh, we need to, whatever we need to do, and I'm doing it, I wanna respect Hashem. The more you bring down, the more you respect Hashem, the more shlemus and sweetness you'll feel in your life. And who doesn't want to feel sweet? You know, I've said this often. When, when you fight, we get into a fight with your spouse. No one afterwards ever says, you know, it was a terrible avaida what I did, but it's sweet, it's good. I always say, always oh, story. I was in the shoe once, and a guy was eating. A guy was eating potato chips in a side room right before Mencha. And a guy walks in and he says, You know, that is not kosher. That chips is not kosher. And he looks at it, it's true. It didn't have OU and it was cheese. He says, I was wondering why it was so good. I can imagine. He knew he did it wrong, but it was good. But you get into an argument with someone, no one has, after had a good argument, he says, you know, I was not supposed to fight with my spouse or my son or my neighbor, but it feels good. No one. I, uh, no one feels good after a good fight. Deep down, you would have, we wished it wouldn't have happened, and if you could dig deeper, you wish we could have been sweet to each other. So, there's a, a part who doesn't allow you, that people fight. And they know they're going to regret it. I once heard from a man saying, I suffer from my aggressiveness more than you can imagine. I used to, he does not allow, I used to give a sheet, and he used to come, and he used to give us a hard time. And I once said to him, wait till I finish explaining the Gemara. You know, calm down. And then he didn't realize what he said to me. He says, I suffer for myself more than you suffer for me. Wow, I don't think he realized what he said to me. But the truth is, he was. He, he suffered from his aggressiveness. That he, you know, everyone looked at the middle of the class. We had 30 people in the Gemara class, and you know, he just uh, couldn't. He suffered from his impulse and his fighting, and his more than I had to put up 45 minutes. He has to put up with himself 24 7. You know what I mean? Uh, he has to live with himself more. No, who doesn't want to have inner peace? So we got to change it. And the more you show respect for others, the more you work on respecting Hashem, the more you bring Hashem and Awam, the more Ne'imis will come down to you. The best thing to remember this for yourself is you know this for yourself. If someone gets up for you, gives you the chair, you're never going to meet the guy, you'll feel like a million dollars. I watched this being in New York. We got New York. I saw how a, a guy told a lady on a subway, you know, just sit down. And, okay, people don't do it anymore, but uh, she's never going to meet him again. And she felt great. And he didn't do it because of her. He did it probably. She was a lady. I don't remember. What her, the bottom line is, covert respect makes sweetness in life. And it also brings the best of us out. When you feel respected, you feel good, the best of you comes out. When you don't feel respected, you feel knocked, 
you feel mocked, you feel unappreciative, then the worst things have come out. That's when you fight, and I'm going to show you who I am, and I'm going to teach you a lesson. And that's, that's why COVID is so important. And, there, and how to bring COVID in a, high, in a much deeper level, let me explain, you know, how, you know, it's hard for sometimes for people who say, how can I, I've heard this from people, how can I respect this guy? You know, I look at it this way. Hashem gets COVID from everyone. There's a famous, I spoke about this more than once about it. Nachman explains that the Hashem gets glorified, glory from every person in the world. Because somehow, every Jewish person especially, because somehow, they do things and have Hashem in mind. The fact that you came here, you didn't come for enjoyment, you came here to hear the words of Hashem. That means you want to get closer to Hashem. You all want to cleave to Hashem. Every person who lives is leading the glory of Hashem. And Hashem has great covet of this person. He created him. And he's waiting to turn better, whatever they're doing. How can I not respect him? This is Hashem's covet. This is Hashem's glory. You know, when you, it's easy to only have, you have your children. Each child likes other things. So if the child likes something, you're going to make sure the child gets it. That's what the child wants. That's what the child gets glorified, sort of to say. So what, 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 the, the more a person, a person gives COVID to people, the more he respects people, your life becomes so much sweeter. Practice, you know, I'm sure most of us have someone in our life who annoys us very badly. We all have, I always joke about it, every family has someone who's annoying. And I, and I have, my own family, I have that, I always try to picture the person and say, I don't know what the person is going through. But only Hashem knows, and Hashem has COVID from this person. He's, this is part of his, you know, his greatness of Hashem that he sees the goodness. See, we are busy seeing the, what's wrong with people. Hashem is busy seeing what's right with people. So we look at something, we look at something, what's wrong? I said this more than once, with the tile that's missing, someone told me this story. You know, we look at the thing and we always notice, ah, that's wrong with the person. Hashem, it's another thing. Hashem doesn't look what's wrong. He always looks what's right with the person, what's good with the person. So I hope, why don't you at least, you know, try my challenge. Maybe the entire day, try to show respect with the people you in, interact. You'll see what an incredible reaction you'll get. I, it's guaranteed. Don't wait for the person to give you respect. You initiate it. You give first respect. You'll see it's incredible powerful. Really is. Any questions? And of course, it's a, we are lucky that we live in California, but even if you live in the New York bad weather, it doesn't make a difference. You got to smile. You have to be besimcha. And even though you're not in the mood of being happy, fake it till you make it. Okay. Have a great day and be successful.
makes him even lower than her. So he says, first of all, she says, I know your husband and I know you. So I know if he forgot, there is no way he's not down and said, my wife, I'm going to get back. He is so busy running around. You have to be a genius and a loving person or somebody, you know, there's no such thing. Okay. You have to really know the person in a relationship. Not a good idea. Okay. But you don't, you, do you I'm understand start, what I'm, I'm saying? Start, She's saying, which makes, and I'm a religious person. Yeah. I'm either a religious person that's bringing me down, so it's, it's revenge, which makes him even worse than her. That's true. That's true. Okay. Okay.